Happy two years, Nat Chow. Happy two years, Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to two years of Late to the Party. Where we've spent the last two years talking about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they were super popular. I guess that you could say that this is two years of Late, Late to the to Party. The party. <laughs> been two years happy anniversary happy anniversary <laughs> what a great time i'm so proud of us i'm proud of us oh my god wow twins yeah can you imagine that we really did spend the last two years just watching movies every single week i mean the last year and a half because we watched game of thrones but still yeah week after week i was thinking about game of thrones the other day and i was like i don't remember anything <laughs> anything <laughs> Have you seen that um, that meme or that post where it's like the way that Game of Thrones like had us all by the neck for 10 years and then we all just collectively forgot about it? Oh, that is so powerful. Damn. Inspiring. It's kind of up there with like Avatar. Oh. With what's his face? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's going to make like two or three more. Why? Um. <laughs> <laughs> but they're doing that new Game of Thrones series, right? Yes. With Matt Smith. As a Targaryen, which I don't know if I buy because I just know him as the doctor. So I'm going to expect to see the, um, what's the police box thing called? The TARDIS? Yes, the TARDIS. <laughs> I'm a fan. He, he like dips out. He pulls his little hat out and yeah. is like, okay, bye. I'm yeah. done with this world. He finds Amy. He's like, all right, let's go. Bye. Let's go to a different universe. <laughs> yep. This is it's, too far back in time. I need to go more forward. This one's like dangerous. There's Ooh. dragons and shit. Yikes. <laughs> He just wants the, uh, I'm, I'm such a, uh, I've just forgotten everything about Doctor Who. What are those? Other, the exterminators. Oh, the Daleks? Yeah, the Daleks. Yeah, yeah. Aren't you, you know, it's so good that you have your nerdy friend, your cute nerdy friend here. Yes. <laughs> to answer all you your questions. You do so much for me. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would, I'm such a fake nerd. I'm a, uh, I'm a pick me nerd, I guess. <laughs> a poser nerd. I'm like in the closet nerd. Oh. <laughs> like, I had that shit. <laughs> well, it's fine. And if you ever need to come out as a nerd to me. I, I'm happy to provide a safe space for you. Thank you. I, I'm really glad you can make a safe, comfortable space for yeah. me to come out as a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking of coming out, I was thinking about how <laughs> I don't think I'll ever be able to come out to my mother as a person who curses. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. You know, like the look of disappointment that I'll get. You like stub your toe at home. And you're like, oh, fudge. Oh, darn. <laughs> <laughs> this one time I remember when I was like young, like way younger, like probably in middle school or something. My dad was like, we, we were like, like joke fighting and he was like going to joke kick me. And I was like, get your big ass foot out of my face. But I didn't say ass. I was like, big. Um. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, were you going to curse? And I was like, no, no, absolutely not. Because my mom was in the room. <laughs> What she've done. There is something about your mom. Like I cuss like a sailor, and I couldn't do it in front of your mom. Cannot. I don't know what ever. it is. I <laughs> dare you to try. No, I don't. No. Dare you to try. <laughs> no. 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 Nobody should ever do that near my mom. She. Yeah. And again, like she knows that they exist. She's fine when other people, like you know, because she can't control other people. She knows that. Yeah. But if I were to ever try, no, absolutely not. Couldn't do it. Couldn't be me. <laughs> you just like feel the disappointment in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> no, even like three sentences ahead of time, I'm like, can't do it. Yep, <laughs> yeah, nope. I can feel it coming. No, no. 
<laughs> so that's um, that's my personal struggle. Yeah. Anyway, we got distracted because we're talking about two years of the podcast. Yes. We're celebrating with a special movie. Sister Act. Yes. I have seen this before people try to jump down my throat. I have because, not. Um, also, very ironically, on this two-year anniversary of our podcast of watching movies and TV shows that we missed out on when we were super young, I got shamed this morning for not knowing who a filmmaker was. <laughs> I sent my friend a meme of something, and they were like, you, do- you don't know who that is? And I was like, I'm sorry to say I don't know who that man is. <laughs> Whoops. And then they were like, don't you have a film degree? And I was like, sweetie, I have two. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> and they were like wait how do you not know and i was like i don't i don't know what to tell you i do not know who this man is yeah is he giving me money then no no i don't care (laughs) i'm sorry to say it (laughs) anyway we all know who whoopi is though yes and yes you have not seen sister act but i have i watched it a a bunch when i was younger because this came out in 92 so that was like prime time for us you know um but i have not seen it since i was probably like single digits or like early like tweens or something you know so did it feel like the first time all over again almost <laughs> there were like a few things like i remember some of the songs you're like i've unlocked a memory I've, yes many many <laughs> many like i remember the um the redhead who was like super quiet but i didn't remember like her arc really but i did know that she like got a solo in the end which is i guess a spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it but you know, like like the small things like that like i didn't remember the plot at all yeah what did you know about this movie um that some people didn't have eyebrows Oh, that's it. That's all I knew about this movie. That's it? Yeah. Was that like a meme? No, I don't know. I have like a, I think someone told me once because I mentioned that like people with no eyebrows kind of weird me out. Oh. Um, and they're like, you know what? You should fucking watch Sister Act. <laughs> and they were like, don't watch Sister Act. Ugh. It's going to trigger you, man. <laughs> I actually thought like I was like halfway through this and I was like, wait, is Soph going to hate this? Because there's music. Because there's music, and then it's about, like, the Catholic Church, and <laughs> and it's about, like, the nuns kind of, uh, like, in some parts, they, like, take advantage of their, their nun-ship. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man, is that going to, like, strike a nerve? Yeah, I'm not going to, like, go too into this, but okay, okay. I, I feel like, because this was, like, a wholesome movie mm-hmm. for the most part. <laughs> you know, after, like, the first 30 minutes, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> Once we get into the real meat of it, it's it's wholesome. Yeah. So we open on St. Anne's Academy in 1968. Hey, wait. We skipped a thing. Your summary. It's okay, though. Oh, my goodness. It's I'm been so two sorry. years, and it's fine. Yeah. We. I don't think we have a, a true format. I think we are very, very go with the flow. I think we have a format. We have a loose format, is what I meant to say. Yes. A very forgiving format. Yeah. So anyway... My synopsis of this movie is that 90s Whoopi plays a casino lounge singer who is put into witness protection in a drab and dry church and then turns it around when she becomes the choir director. Yeah, if you had told me before I watched this that this was about her being in witness protection, I would have told you to go fuck yourself. I I, that, I fully <laughs> forgot about that part. I just knew that she was there and she turned it around, but I forgot why she was there. This, like, the plot of this movie sounds like a fever dream. <laughs> like. <Yeah. laughs> I'm sure somebody woke up and was like, you know what would slap? (laughs) Whoa, 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 guys, listen to this. Witness protection and nuns. (laughs) And comedy. Yeah. Great. (laughs) And you know, the only person who could have pulled it off is Whoopi. You know, I honestly, I I can't see anyone else in this role. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if it was like written for her. It had to be. Easily, we could have looked this up. Did we know? Wasn't she like hot back then? Yeah. She was like the hot actress. Yeah. I mean, she still kind of is. She is. Um, Because she's an Oscar. She's an EGOT. basically so i she got the oscar before this i imagine don't know if she got like the tony before this but you know yeah no people knew that she could like sing and act and be do comedy like she was you know this was i would i don't want to say like her prime because i feel like she's always been like up yeah but you know what i'm yeah i'm gonna say yes i agree with what you're saying yes (laughs) i feel like she moved more to tv though as she got older yeah 
Yeah. You know what's a fun fact? I, in a way, worked with her. Oh. Yeah. I worked when I did that that disaster movie upstate. Yes. Um, I did again. I was a travel coordinator because the person who was supposed to do that wasn't able to do their job. Oops. Um, so then that got put on me as one of those like entry level people, not entry level. I was like just above entry level, but still like not getting paid enough for that. Yeah. Um, but so I was like coordinating her travel to come up. So basically um, I was talking to her people about like, Hey, do you want like a hotel up here? And they're like, absolutely not. We're just going to come up for the day. And I was like, Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so uh, I made that happen. Everybody on set met her except for me. Oh, always happens to me. Damn. Yep. <laughs> that's my that's my brief brush with Whoopi. Oh man. Anyway, back to the movie. Okay. Yes. yes. So St. Anne's Academy in 1968. Yes. Where in a Catholic class, a nun is like, "Hey, name all the apostles." Who are they? What are they? I don't know all of them. Okay, but like, what do they do? Like, what is their role? The apostles. I guess they're like Jesus's best friends or whatever. Okay. Cool. 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 <laughs> so yeah. Okay. So super, I just did, I didn't know like terminology and stuff. Super loose like Catholic <laughs> yeah. lessons here. This today. is how you do teach me about religion. This is how I relate to it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like JC and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> so she asked who the apostles are, or apostles are. And, apostles. And uh, apostles. Okay, yeah. silent take. Gotcha. Yes. And, um, it doesn't need to be there. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Dolores is Whoopi's character. So young Dolores is, is chosen to answer the question. And she's like, George, Ringo, Paul, and George. And everybody laughs at her because those are the Beatles. Yeah, she says three of them and then drops in like Ringo. Yes. <laughs> so then the nun is like, um, no, you go write those names up on the board. Yeah, the nun's not a happy camper. I'm no. like, that joke killed it. Like, that's worth the laughs. That, that was great delivery, yeah. great timing. Yeah, God will gift nuns everything but a sense of humor. Oh, so, oh. <laughs> Dolores goes up. She's not, She has to write the names on the board. So she drops three of them and then drops Elvis. Nice. And then the nun's like, you're on your path to Satan. <laughs> Straight to the devil yeah. you are. That's okay, wait. Question, are nuns only Catholic? I think so. Okay. That's yes. something I never thought to consider until just this very moment. Ah. Thank you for teaching me about that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, she's going straight to the devil this one. Yeah. It seems like a bit of an extreme overreaction. Yeah. And then yeah. she goes, have you any idea what girls like you become? That's a lot. She <laughs> just told a one joke. Yeah. It was one joke and it wasn't even a bad joke. It wasn't. It wasn't. Like, chill out. Yeah. Well, we cut to Catholics present. Catholics are so <laughs> fucking dramatic. Yeah. But this little girl, she's like smiling. She doesn't give a fuck. She she's doesn't. Like, she's like, I just killed this joke. And she knows she did. Yeah. So we cut to present day, which is probably like, again, the 90s, I'm sure. Or maybe the 80s. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, it's, we're listening to some funky music. Whoopi is singing. She's on stage at a casino, assuming that we're in Vegas. We're actually, we find out we're in Reno, but close, close enough. enough. Yeah. <laughs> So then later She's on. She's killing it with her girls on stage. Oh my God. I loved it so much. Yeah. It's just like, it's literally like a five minute sequence just for the title sequence to happen. Yeah. But it's a weird moment because they're performing and not a single person gives a shit. I would be up there. They were living their best lives. They were giving a full performance. Yeah. Like the few people that were looking at them they were just care. like so bored. They were like drinking. They were like sad day drinking is yeah. what they were doing. I'm like, come on. Ugh. They were doing like my guy and like I will follow him. Like all like the, the good um, Motown songs. Ah. <sighs> Love Motown. <laughs> I'm a fake Motown fan too. By the way, speaking of me being a fake nerd and fake Motown fan, I only know the the hits, uh -huh. which is enough, I think, for me at least. Yeah. But Again, love him. Anyway, so then we just go through this stupidly long sequence and this montage, <laughs> but it's also amazing because yeah. I was just grooving the whole time. Yeah. And then we end on a banger 
right? One of those power poses. Nobody's listening. No, barely anybody's clapping. And I'm like, the disrespect in I this know. casino. Really? She the, deserves better. She deserves so much better. <laughs> so then after the show, uh, Dolores is talking to Harvey Keitel. And they're talking about how, you know, I don't have time to eat before my next show. And then, oh, it looks like they were just doing it. Yeah. Because he's getting dressed. And then she's saying like, oh, you didn't tell her, did you? So he's like, oh, I mean, you know, you're so beautiful. So basically we find out that he's married. He's trash. Yes. Yeah. She's the other woman. Yeah. And, and he's, he, oh, I want us to be together, babe. Oh, I love you so much, babe. But he doesn't want to tell his wife. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, oh, I told the priest in confession and that he's having an affair. And I'm like, you're telling the priest, but not your wife. Yeah. Like, right? You're trash. And then he was like, well, the priest said I'll go to hell if I get a divorce. And again, another extreme overreaction. <laughs> I really, I really think religions need to like reconsider their stance on divorce. <laughs> or just reel it back on the guilt a little bit. Yeah. Like just speaking, a tad bit. speaking from like a true crime perspective. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I like, I think last week I watched like so many documentaries where people killed their spouses because they were having an affair, but they were super religious mm. and couldn't get a divorce. And I'm like, just get a divorce. You know what? Just I, get a divorce. You just gave me an amazing idea <laughs> that maybe um, this next year of our podcast, we should watch everything from the perspective of true crime. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he did it. He's the one. He did yeah. it. So Dolores gets super pissed because this guy is clearly not going to leave his wife to be with her. Yeah. He's like, babe, I can't get kicked out of the church. I'll get excommunicated, you know? And she's like, uh, hello? Pick another church guy. Yeah. There's like a Catholic church like every mile. <laughs> away from each just other just like flip a coin like throw a dart into the map yeah this guy is a fucking chooch oh. <laughs> like really <laughs> so then later on Dolores tells her bandmates that she's quitting yeah their names are Michelle and Tina and they're not happy because she's the leader of the group and, and they're like but you pick the songs and you tell us where to stand and like that's gotta be a lot like if my <laughs> band leader was like anyway deuces I was like Wait, well, right today, now? We have a show in five minutes. Yeah, because also, like, they need to make money. Yeah. She can't just peace out like that. Yeah, she literally, like, between their shows, between shows, between she's like, shows. I'm, I'm done. I need, I need my two-week notice. Yeah. Something, you know? Maybe two days. But you know what I mean? Like, you need something. Because <laughs> things hours. happen fast in Vegas. I get it. Yeah. But so then some of Vince's guys come in, two of his dudes. Uh, I don't find their names out until later on. One of them is Joey. One of them is something else. I just call them their, his goons. The dudes, yeah. They come in with a box for Dolores. Then she shoes them out. So then she opens the box, and it's a purple mink jacket, which looks amazing. It does. It's probably so warm. Except for... <gasps> The fact that it's got his wife's name on it. Embroidered. Embroidered. Inside of it. Wow. That, what a shitty thing to do. What an asshole. First of all, does the wife know you took her jacket? And second of all, how are you just going to re-gift something like that? That's so shitty. That is so shitty. And the reason why he sent his guys is because he's in a quote-unquote meeting. Which means he's with another woman? Yeah. Probably. No, I was thinking like a mob meeting. Or a mob meeting. Because he, he was like very st stereotypical yeah. like mob. I was like going to ask you about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, does, does Harvey Keitel play anything else? <laughs> like, does also, maybe does he want to play anything else? You know, like, does he get a role? Does a script get presented to him? And he's like, you know, I just want to play the dad one day. Yeah. Like, can I just be a dad? He, he gets the packet. He doesn't even open the script yet. And he's like, am I a mafioso? He can like feel it <laughs> through the cover. He's like, yes. Oh, I feel it. I know it. I know this and man. And he's like, oh, I don't feel any mob vibes from this. I am not I taking it. I don't want it. it. No. Yes. <laughs> I don't want her. Sorry. <laughs> so then we cut to Vince and he's grilling one of his dudes. It's a young kid in his like early 20s or something. He's a snitch. He's a snitch. She 
you know he's dying. He's only worked for him for about two years, and we find out that he was a driver for him. And then Vince is asking him about, like, well, you were with the cops for three hours. What did you tell them? And the guy's like, no, I don't, I, I could, um, uh, nothing, Vince. I couldn't. <laughs> and then, you know, we find out that, you know, he told them X, Y, and Z. We don't really find out anything that he told them, but just that he snitched basically yeah and we cut back and forth between that meeting to dolores speed walking through the casino practicing yes. her breakup speech to vince yeah because i would be furious the feelings here yes. you're like you go to her and you're like go girl hell yeah leave his ass yes to oh fuck that guy is totally about to get murdered <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're like oh, she's gonna see it yeah so she walks in right when the guy gets shot oh yeah. So then she's there. And then he, Vince turns around like it's no big deal. And he's like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? And she's like, oh, I just, uh, the, the coats. Uh, thank you. Yeah. For the coat. Um, yes, that's all I came here to say. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so you're here to thank me. Forgive me. And apologize about everything that you saw. Yuck. And then she goes, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's <laughs> that was the plan. Yeah. And then she leaves and runs. But then he's like, all right, that was that was a great meeting with Dolores. So then his two dudes behind him, they go, she looked a little upset. Like, well, he, he said that she was upset earlier because like she yeah. was pissed off earlier about yeah. the gift. And Vince is now like, bring her back. So then they go chase her through the casino. Yeah. So she runs. Yeah. She drops both fur coats, the one she was wearing and the purple one. Yeah. She the, needed to be aerodynamic. Yeah. The two goons chase her and scream. He just wants to talk while holding their guns up in the air. And shooting at her. Yeah. Super comforting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> totally believe them. But then she manages to see, like, goes through all, like, the back alleys and the hidden uh, hallways. And then she ends up going up some ladder and, like, ends up on a sidewalk and in a taxi. Yeah. She knows the layout of this place amazingly. Sure. Yeah. yeah. A little better than the goons. Which is she, surprising. Yeah, she gets away from them and then just like gets right into a cab. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we're at a police station. She went right to the cops. Good, as she should have. Yeah. A cab, though. Um, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she's telling them, and he shot them, and I was there to see it. And then he was like, this and that, and he was saying this thing, and it was that guy. So then this guy, Lieutenant Eddie Souther, comes in. I call him Eddie for the rest of the movie because I, I called him Lieutenant because okay. I forgot his name. Fair thing, fair <laughs> points. But then he comes in late, and he's like, anyway, so um, you're Vince's girlfriend? And she's like, all right, well, he tried to kill me, so I wouldn't call it that. Yeah. Exactly. I, I'd say we been knocked down to acquaintance yeah yeah, yeah. we're we're we merely know each other at this point yeah <laughs> so then he's basically saying that vince is like a big underground dude and that they've been trailing him for the last 18 months yeah and she had no idea this man was a mobster i <laughs> i'm sure that if i was in that situation i also wouldn't know but also like how do you not know yeah <laughs> like yeah. i don't know i don't know but then I, she's like uh so they're basically saying you know we've been filming and tracking him and she's like Am I in any of those tapes? <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 just illegal activity. And she's like, oh, oh, phew, okay. <laughs> but then he, um, Lieutenant Souther, Eddie, whatever, he just lays it down like, well, you know, we don't have enough to really like testify against him, but if you testify, we can put him away. And she's like, you want me to testify against the man who just tried to kill me? Yeah. And he's like, yes. And she's like, you want me <laughs> to testify after the man who tried to kill me? Yeah, and she's like, will I even live until the court date? And he's like, yeah, no, it'll be in a few months. And she's like, in a few fucking months? Yeah, so like, they're like, we'll protect you and keep you hidden until the court date. Because they also mentioned, too, that like their other witnesses have disappeared. Yeah, how does that make me feel any better? No, absolutely not. I'd you, be like, I'm fucking leaving the country. You you don't tell that to somebody no. who you are. No. I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so then, yeah, he basically says like, the, the court date can be in two months, maybe, if he can like make it that soon. And then 
and she's like, I mean, I don't want to do that, but I, she like basically has no choice at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's either that or die. Yeah. <laughs> so then Eddie's like, I have the perfect place to hide you out. So then we cut to a church. Yeah. And Dolores a is like, a convent. A convent, yes. yes. Excuse me. <laughs> uh, Dolores is like, man, are you crazy? Yeah. Are you insane? <laughs> Take me back. Just yeah. let me let me die. I'll just die. And the cop is like, "Hello." He put out a hundred thousand dollars for you. And she's like, "You know what? Let me just talk to him. I'm sure we can just talk it out." <laughs> and she's like, "Vince knows everyone, and they'll be looking everywhere." And I was confused here because I was like, "Is this convent in the same city?" Like, right. <laughs> it's right around the corner. It's down the block. Yeah. I was like, "Is it a different county? Like, did they put some distance <laughs> between them? Like, how far?" Right, because there was no title to say where we were or when we were. Yeah, it's not until later on in the movie you find out the convent's in San Fran. Right, yeah. A a slight oversight. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) But then we cut to Dame Maggie Smith, and she's talking to a priest. Is that a priest? A monsignor. A monsignor. He's like the head bitch in charge of the priest. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So then I call him the priest for the rest of the movie. That's fine. Okay. I mean, he was the only one there. The only man in the movie. (laughs) So then uh, we're just talking about how like maybe this isn't the best place for Dolores because it's a small convent and like maybe she might subject the place to danger. So then he goes like, well, the Reno Police Department has promised to make a hefty donation. And then uh, Maggie Smith goes... Okay. Yeah, Sister McGonagall wants that money. Sister McGonagall. <laughs> I did not learn. I had to look her name up because I wasn't finding it out. What was her name? She, Mother Superior. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's oh. like every nun, like head nun's name. Yeah, I don't think she gets a unique name. Yeah, I don't think any of that. I didn't catch any nun name. I, I have only two of them, and I have a question about them when we get there. Okay, great. Perfect. So McGonagall goes into her office. <laughs> we'll just call her McGonagall from now on. <laughs> So I, that's what I wrote in my notes. I'm sorry. It's fair game. They <laughs> she, didn't give her a name. We had to. Yeah. She sees Dolores, right? Literally opens a door, sees Dolores, slams the door shut and like walks out. And she, and she turns to the Monsignor. She's like, no. And I can't help but feel like it's a little bit of a race. Thing. It's a little racist. Yeah. Because it can't be anything else. Like she didn't see her outfit. Not that there's anything wrong with her outfit, but like a, to a nun, it would have been very risque. Yes, it she was loud. It was bright. It was glittery. She had a corset. Like she yeah. would have been like, "Why'd you bring a lady of the night into my <laughs> into my office?" She says, "Absolutely not. I cannot do this. That woman is meant to stick out, and there's nothing conspicuous about her." And I was like, "All right, calm down." Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. And and Monsignor's like, "Ah, oh, you got to help her. Think of it as rehab." <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh. "I don't want to, but I get. I guess I have to." Yeah. And Monsignor's like, "Bitch, you literally took a vow to help those in need." And she's in need. And she's in need. And then she's like, but this one? <laughs> but then eventually they agree to go back inside. So then um, they, they do like their, their fake like pleasantries. And then Dolores turns to Eddie and she's like, oh, no, this woman does not like me. I cannot do this. And then both men leave. Yeah. So now it's just awkward and quiet in the room. Yeah, it's just them two alone. So Dolores starts to thank her. But does that thing where like you keep talking and you ruin it? Yes. yes that's when you're like super nervous. And she's like, you know, oh, you know, just thank you so much. Like, I always admired you people. Nuns, I mean, nuns, you know, uh, you're so... Uh, uh, Catholic, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> would funny. be me in that situation. Yeah. And then Sister McGonagall reminds her that she's at a convent, so she needs to follow the rules. This is there's, a place of religion, not a speakeasy. Yeah. There's way too many rules. Like, I couldn't do any of this. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, people come here to pray, and she will not tolerate any disturbance of that communion. Sheesh. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So then Dolores reminds Dame Maggie Smith, Miss Sister McGonagall, that she is the victim here and that it's all good with her if she just like stays locked up in a room for two months. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? Fine. Let's just do that. Uh, <laughs> but then we just decide to not do that because we go to lunch. 
So now we're at the lunchroom and it's basically everybody at this long table. Well, first she gets her nun outfit. Oh, yes, she does. I yeah, a minute. She, <laughs> so she gets her outfit and she screams. Yes. And the other like nuns who are all praying in the church are like, what? What? Who was that? <laughs> what just happened? So she is not about this outfit and McGonagall no. is like, people want to kill you. You need to blend in while you're here. Which is a fair. But the sense. way that she says it is very mean. She goes, people wish to kill you. You know, probably anybody who met you, I imagine. That's so, rude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would ask to get relocated immediately. Yeah. I would be like, the fuck you mean? <laughs> Are so, you one of them? If you weren't a woman of God, would I be dead right now? Right. right. <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> Known each other for five seconds. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so she's introduced to the nuns as Sister Mary Clarence. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she introduces them to her to the rest of the convent, like at the uh, lunch table or whatever. Yes. Only one nun is excited to see her. Yes, my favorite nun. I love her. She's my favorite, And too. she's always, like, she's that same fun person in, like, everything that she's in. Yeah, like, she's the vibe I'm trying to, like, get at. Yes. <laughs> oh, wait, but so as we're walking over to the lunchroom, just because I know, like, I'm sure you know this, I don't know this, but she's saying that nuns take three vows, which is poverty, obedience, and chastity, and I was like, damn, that could not be me. Yeah, me neither. Whew. That is, a, that is a lot <laughs> to live by. Yeah. I can't, I couldn't have things. I need, yeah. I need things. I like to think I'm not crazy materialistic, but like you need some material. Yeah, I need materials. I need (laughs) need materials. I need materials for distractions because I have thoughts. (laughs) Yes, we do. (laughs) Yes, you do. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. So we get introduced to as Sister Mary Clarence, and these nuns are all kind of like racist as fuck. I think. Yes. But so the fun one, the one who we like is Sister Mary Patrick. Okay. And then the redhead later on, we will learn is Sister Mary Robert. Uh-huh. But uh, moving on. So Mary Patrick, she's like, hey, um, why don't we, in an effort to welcome Miss Mary Clarence. She's the only one who's like warm and welcoming. Yes. <laughs> but she says, why don't we let you do the the um, the prayer today? Yeah. So then Mary Clarence is like, oh, yes, I would love that. So yeah. she improvs something. She mashes up a different, a bunch of different prayers together. Yes. Yeah. I she, wouldn't know. She does like the, um, the prayer that you give to people who are dying plus like the, our father plus like another one. And then she, I think she mashed a song in there. Yes. Yeah. There was some <laughs> lyrics just, somewhere. She just like, took <laughs> everything she knew and just clumped together. And all the nuns are like, what the fuck is this? But then like, at the end, she literally could just been like, Thank you, Lord, for this food. <laughs> all right, amen. <laughs> but like, she chose to like do all that. But in the end, you're she chose. In the end, she goes, and by the power vested in me, I deem us ready to eat. Amen. Yeah, and they're all like, amen. Yeah, okay. And, and she says, I think she said, and to the Republic, and I'm like, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yes, sure. I think the cherry on top would have been like if she was like, may the force be with you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. May the amen be with you. (laughs) So then the redhead girl is sitting next to her and she's like so quiet. Like she does not know how to speak. She's so awkward. Stares at her the whole time. I was so uncomfortable. (laughs) She's like, who is this woman? Yeah. I was like, has she never seen a black person before? Like what's her deal? I think in in a way, in a way to um, give them the benefit of the doubt. I think she just hasn't seen somebody with a personality in so long. Yeah. I, I, 
I really hope it's, I hope it's just that. I hope they were just being weird because like she's a new person and like this place doesn't really have changes. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely the race is like a layer definitely in there. Oh, for sure. And then for sure, because she comes from the Vegas life. Yeah. So there's, this is an onion of a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) But so then they get served and then Mary Clarence is disgusted by the food. She's like, you eat this stuff? How do you eat this? To be fair. It did look like just a big bowl of beans. It did. So I would complain too. That's fucking gross. It looked, It's just pale mush is what it looked yeah. like. Also a really poor choice of food because now all these women are going to be ripping ass all so night. So gassy. <laughs> and like the convent's going to have like that weird church smell plus ass. Oh. You know what I mean? That musty church smell. You know, I don't know that musty church smell, but I'm, I'm sure I could picture it. Yeah. You yeah. can take me one to one day. We'll go into the church just so you can smell yeah, yeah. it. And then I'll be like, hey guys, um, I do agree, yes. <laughs> yeah, so like church smell plus ass is what's going to happen tonight. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> then Mother Superior gets very annoyed and she's like, uh, hello, this is, uh, let's just try to practice some silence for the rest of the day. Like, let's just think about the poverty stricken and the people who need help. And the only way that we can achieve that is through silence. And Mary Clarence is still running her mouth about how like you... Get, just give me some salt something i need something like how do you eat this like she will not shut up about yeah, it yeah so then mcgonagall's like all right you're gonna fast so bye <laughs> so, and then and then mary clinton's like wait i no." and then so one of the nuns tries to take her, her dish away and she like smacks her hand away but then she loses <laughs> but she's like oh, i was gonna eat i was gonna eat then yeah but also like that's rough like i'm i don't want to starve but i also like to taste my food yeah you know? like you're yeah, a rock in a hard place it really is it's tough so I'm sorry to her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, At least if there was like some salt and pepper on that something. table. Yeah. I so, can't, I can't imagine eating a big bowl of fucking unseasoned beans. Oh man. Like I think I would have just excused myself and be like, I'm <laughs> fasting tonight. Yeah. You know what? I actually think I need to think about the children tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go eat some rocks or something. Yeah. Like, find my own seasoning somewhere yeah (laughs) so then later on we're out in the garden doing some chores and mary clarence eyeballs a tomato but one of the nuns eyeballs her back everyone's staring at her yeah but then mary patrick is there just smiling at her she's so cute not picking up on any of the vibes (laughs) she's never not smiling no it's amazing (laughs) yeah but then a bell rings so then mary clarence pockets a tomato as everybody else like walks away because i guess they have to go do their next task chore pray uh so very like regimented yes a lot of religious stuff is like that it's so odd so then we cut to Vince and he's at the police station. He's just getting out of getting questioned. And apparently he was there for six hours and the lawyer is trying to like defend himself and be like, listen, I can't control how long they question you for. I can just defend you. Like, that's all I'm here for. And he's like, what am I paying you for? It's like my job. Like, I'm, you're not in jail, are you? Like, yeah. hello. So the lieutenant like rolls up and talks to them and he's super confident in his case. And I was yes. like, oh, guy. And also you can't do that. Like, you're letting him know that you have something on him. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you? That's dumb. Come on. So he just put Dolores in danger. Yeah. So now Vincent's like, that fucking guy knows where she is. Yeah. <laughs> and so the, he's, he's like, now quarter million for her head. And then the lawyer's like, oh, man, I can't hear this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, no. <laughs> I know details. Ah. <laughs> That was so funny. Though. Yeah. <laughs> so back at the convent, Sister McGonagall shows Mary Clarence to her cell, aka her room, but it literally looks like a jail it looks cell. Looks like a cell. I would lose my fucking. I mind would lose in my there. mind. It like concrete walls, just a single lamp, a cot, yeah, nothing else, no blanket. Oh, well, it was like a sheet of paper, blanket, yeah, and like this shitty pa- pillow. I w- I wouldn't. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I think. I mean, I guess like it's if it's San Francisco, does it? It gets cold at night, I imagine. Yeah, but I can't sleep like without something on you. Yeah. Yeah. 
I need, I need like stuff on coverage. Me. Yeah. Yes, I get that. <laughs> so then she's just showing her to the room, and then I was like, "Wow, nobody can scalp you the way that Dame Maggie Smith can scalp you." Really? She really went in in this moment. Yeah. It's like nine p.m., so it's bedtime, and she tells Mary Clarence to maybe think about her life since it wasn't so great before this. So then Mary Clarence is like, "You know, I, I was fine. I had a job. I was singing. Like I was happy." And then she's like, "You had a borderline nothing career." And you had this lover who was married, and then you were getting shot at. Like, you were not fine. Yeah. She's like, people are looking for you to kill you. And Jeez. then she says, like, God sent you here. Take the hint. And I was like, that hurt my feelings. I know. I was like, damn. Ouch. I started thinking about my own life. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I was like, damn. So next morning, Sister Mary Clarence is woken up at 5 a.m. by the really excited nun. Yes. What's her name? Mary Patrick. Mary Patrick. So we go to mass. The Monsignor mentions how small the congregation is. And we just see a small group of people attending. There's like 20 people max, including the nuns. Yeah, exactly. And it's like sad, sad. Yeah. But also Mary Clarence says that she woke up like 20 or she went to bed 20 minutes ago. So she went to bed at like 4.15. Yeah. So she literally from 9 p.m. until then was just Just like laying there all night. Yeah. But she's also on that Vegas time. You know (laughs) what I mean? Yeah. But uh, that's the worst is like when you're just laying there. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's like you have nothing else to do. And she had no materials. Yeah. She just really had to twiddle her thumbs. Yeah. You just oh. had to lay there and think. Yeah. That's Sucks. rough. Ugh. But anyway, yes, back to mass. Yeah. The priest introduces the choir and it's currently run by Sister Lazarus. But as we know, Miss Mary Clarence will fix that soon. Oh, for sure. And they start to sing. And I know I'm not one to talk. They, they <laughs> They're get, bad. They could use a little help. They could use a lot of help. <laughs> like if we know it's off key. Yeah, I mean, you sing more than I do. I don't sing at all. My, if I knew it was off key. My favorite is the nun whose timing is just totally fucked. Not even there. She's yeah. not even listening to anybody. She's like she's like five words behind everyone. She's like a beat and a half off. Yeah. Like, how do you get a beat and a half off? And she's the loudest. Yeah. <laughs> and then actually, besides Mary Patrick, who's there thinking she's in an opera, mm-hmm. she's singing at the top of whatever her diaphragm will let her sing at. Hell yeah. She is just feeling it, which again, feel it. Just do it, you know? And then the redhead is there, super shy. Like she wants to sing, but she also is one of those, like she has the book up to her face and she's just mouthing the words. She's not really like singing because she's yeah. too scared right now. So it's just um, a, a performance. Yeah. It's a start. <laughs> as um, our teacher from Love, Simon said, it's a start. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so let me cut back to the police station. Mm-hmm. Eddie's support uh, again. We don't know who their names are. His two detectives. Yeah, they his that, goons. Yeah, his goons. Yes, <laughs> they found a headshot of Dolores in a pawn shop, saying that because they raided that this morning, saying that they, uh, you know, it's got a missing daughter, two hundred fifty thousand dollars for the reward, wanted dead or alive. Very subtle, Vince. Yeah, right. Dead or alive. Okay. <laughs> he could have left that part out. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're like, all right, so Eddie, like, where is she? And, and like a good man, he does not tell them. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yeah. No, fuck them. Because there's apparently a leak in the department somewhere. Yeah, so a couple witnesses got killed. Yeah, so we go back to the nuns. Uh, they're doing arts and crafts. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Clarence is struggling. Yeah. Sister Mary Patrick is chatting with her. Very happy to help her. Yeah, and like so excited to like talk to her and get to know her. Yeah. Super cute. Love that. Then all the other nuns start chiming in and like talking to her, and it's nice seeing them try to get to know her. Yeah, and it's funny. Then they're like, so where, which convent did you come from? And then and she has like pull out of her ass. She's like, the convent of uh, the Sisters of the Moonlight in Reno. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, interesting. Like, yeah, why she, Reno? She just starts making shit up. Yeah. Yeah. So then the redhead, she's like, so 
like, when did you get your call? And she's like, what call? Oh, the call, the call, the call. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> One nun ruins a mood by saying she misses her old convent where she'd be roughing it. Yeah. She's like, we didn't have electricity and we'd be outside barefoot. I'm like, if you want to be outside barefoot, could just go do that. Yeah. It's very much, you know, like when your parents are like, I walked to school bare feet uphill both ways in the snow. It was so rough for me. That's, yeah. that's who this Yeah, mom is. and dad. Well, I'm in a pandemic during my fucking prime. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard yeah. out here. I think I fucking win. For a young person. <laughs> yeah. I'm too young and hot for this. I'm too young and hot for this. Yeah. I agree this with you. This is bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> so then we cut outside later on. Mary Claire's. Oh, oh sorry. Sister McGonagall walks oh, in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because. And is like. Walks in and Mr. to Sister Mister Sister Mary Clarence, like, making up her story. And she's like, God damn it. Yes, because, so, we're talking about how she came from Reno, right? And she got her call in Reno, and they're all like, wow, all the sin in Reno. You must be, like, you must have been so busy, like, helping people. There must have been so much people to help. All the sin in Reno. Yeah. <laughs> so then she's like, oh, my God, yeah, the hookers, the gamblers. And and this one time, there's a hooker who was about to, and that's when, when Sister McGonagall comes in I to think, pull her away. I think it's so funny, like, the moments where the nuns are like super excited about sin yes. <laughs> the way again that i'm trying to like empathize more with them i'm like oh because they just want to help people yeah but, but it, they're like the sin <laughs> yeah like the way just, that they say it yeah, is so funny they're like so naive mm-hmm. and it's kind of adorable yes <laughs> later on when we get to the action i was like watching the nuns do this <laughs> so funny i was like crying it was so funny to me <laughs> So then, yes. Yeah, so then, uh, Sister McGonagall comes in and she's like, "We will have none of that tomfoolery. You will be doing chores for the rest of the day." Yeah, and then we just get a montage of her doing chores by herself, yeah. which again feels a little racist, <laughs> a little bit. And I was like, "Come on!" Like she's scrubbing all the floors, she's cleaning up after lunch, she's polishing the pews. Like she can't have anybody helping her. Yeah, that's wow. a lot. Very like Cinderella. Yeah. Sheesh. <laughs> I would not get anything done. <laughs> right. But she is singing along to Rescue Me. So I was like, at least she's having some fun. Yeah. You know, she's she's picking it up by her, in her own ways. Yeah, definitely. So then we, she's scrubbing a gate and then not, like, not a second later does a stray dog, like, bark at her. So now she's just petting the dog and I'm like, wow, I want that. Yeah. Like, not in that way. <laughs> you know, I don't want to be doing those chores, but I would love, just, you know, when a dog chooses you. Yeah. It's, it's the just, best feeling. It's, Yeah. <laughs> So then later that night, she sneaks into Mother Superior's office to call Eddie, who happens to be at his desk still. I'm sure it's like nine, ten o'clock at night. And she's like, you got to get me out of here. I hate this place. <laughs> Please. So then he's like, uh, you cannot call me here. People will catch on to where you are. But since we're on the phone. Oh, this is when he also drops that they're losing witnesses. And she's like, the fuck do you mean? Why would you tell that to somebody you're protecting? <laughs> Honestly. What? What? Um, stay, stay put. People are fucking dying. Yeah. Who know the same info you know? Right. <laughs> like, what? What comes across your mind? And you're like, hey, by the way, you're in danger of dying. Other people who are in your situation have died. That's when you know you've become jaded by your job. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, what the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> so then she's like, uh, so then can you just get me out of here? Like this place is my nightmare. You need to take me out of here. And he's like, um, I will not be doing that. Do not call me again. I will reach out to you if I need you. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> that was so rude. So, <laughs> so then 
Later on, the redhead goes to Mary Clarence's room with a little flower craft, and then she goes inside, and it's an alarm clock that her brother gave to her when she was young because she also had a hard time waking up on time. Aww, that was so cute. So sweet. So then she's like, you know, I thought that being away from your convent, even somebody like you could get lonely. And I was like, oh my God, stop it. So adorable. So cute. She's so sweet. So her then, name is Mary Robber. Yes. And we learn that she's always wanted to be a nun. Always, always, always. I can't imagine. But I have a question before we get into her character because Mary Clarence, Mary Robert, Mary Patrick. Mm -hmm. Is Mary just a title? Is it everybody's first name? Is it just a common first name? What's the deal with Mary? (laughs) So it's, I guess it's just a title because like Mary is the mother of Jesus. Okay. Yeah, so that's how that ties in. Would Robert be your last name? I guess it's just another like, I mean, I don't know for like them. I do know she gave her clarence yeah for like another yeah for like spiritual reason for another saint but like mary patrick mary robert and then sister lazarus yeah i I don't guess those are last names i don't know if those are their real last names if they're just saint names oh oh, yeah interesting but then wouldn't that mean that like there are thousands and thousands and thousands of like mary saint names like (laughs) mary like whatever there's a lot of saint names yeah wow (laughs) do they get confused in italy there is a saint for like every day and um, if your name is the same day as like a, a day of a saint, like mm-hmm. you're supposed to get like celebrated. Oh. But um, my mom doesn't celebrate my day. Um, oh. <laughs> is Sophia a day? Yeah. Oh. There's a Saint Sophia. Oh. Yeah. Which day Sophia? I have to check. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll Fun. celebrate it. Yeah. And I think she's supposed to be the saint of wisdom. Okay. Yeah. I do take I you so. as a very smart woman. Thanks. Thanks. I, I think I can be pretty wise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do know a thing or two about a thing or two. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, okay, back to Mary Robert. Yes. Always wanted to be a nun, except she's also wanted to always like give something that only she has, but then she immediately feels guilty. She's like, is that pride? But also, why, why are you feeling guilty about something that you want to give to people? Yeah. That's... <gasps> Huh? Yeah. Also, like, pride is a sin. I feel like that's, like, one that can kind of go anyway. Like, mm. if you're just proud and it's something good, then yeah. that shouldn't count towards the that. sin. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't there, like, a certain level? Again, I like don't if know anything. Pr- like, if you're proud that you murdered someone, that's, that's a, a sin. <laughs> that's a fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even, like, with all of the sins, again, I forget what they all are, but isn't there, like, a certain level of them that is just innate in humans? Yeah. So there's like the seven that are like the extra bad ones. Yeah. But I feel like you, you kind of can't just take them at face value. Yeah. You really got to like dive deep into Compartmentalize it. Compartmentalize a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Like with the sin of sloth, like you need to relax. You need you to take, take care a of day yourself. Off. Yeah. You're not being lazy. Right. Like you can take care of yourself. You can rest. Right. I think when that becomes a problem is when you're self-sabotaging. Yes. <laughs> or like the, the other thing I was thinking of was like, gluttony is one right yeah like you're allowed to enjoy a meal yeah but i think with gluttony or is that like 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 materialistic things i think that one kind of ties in more with greed so like okay okay. gluttony and like you're glutton and you're like hoarding things and you're taking things and you're taking things from people who may Mm -hmm. need it more that's fair see that makes more sense (laughs) yeah like when you're being a dickhead yeah capital what we're gonna move on but yeah so that's how i think of that stuff so yeah so mary clarence and mary robert they bond it's super cute very sweet yeah yeah so then she leaves because you know it's nighttime i'm sure it's almost nine o'clock it's past curfew Ooh, (laughs) pretty sure we're all sneaking around here so then as mary robert leaves she goes you know sometimes you feel like you just have to be yourself you'll just burst yeah 
What a moment. <laughs> so then she leaves, and then Mary Clarence hears out of her window that there's like some fun happening across there's the street. There's literally a biker bar across the street. Right across the street. <laughs> so then she's like, oh, I'm going to go check that out. So she sneaks yeah. away, but then Mary Robert is still in the hallway, so she sneaks after her, and then Mary Patrick sees her leave, so she sneaks after her. <laughs> So now all these three nuns are just sneaking across the street. What could happen? <laughs> so then Mary Clarence goes into the bar and everybody's staring at her and she's just like feeling, she's like, all right, these are the vibes. These are the vibes. Everyone's like, I, okay, so I worried for her safety a little bit here because I'm like, oh shit, she's black. Like, <laughs> and a nun. And a nun. So like everyone's like laughing. It's like, they're like, haha, a nun walked into a bar. But I'm also like, oh shit, she's in a biker bar and she's black. Oops. Like. I, I know saying it without saying it. Yeah. Like I yeah. know like bikers aren't dangerous, but like biker bars are known to be a little dangerous, mm. especially I would assume in this time period. Yes. 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 <laughs> Again, saying this time it without period. saying it. Yeah. Yes. 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 So then one dude is like heckling her and she's like, oh, is there anything from the sound of music on the jukebox? So then he puts a chord in it and then she chooses a song. She sets the vibes again. Yeah. And then she goes to the bar to sit down, but some dude puts his foot up. So then she grabs him by the air and she like sets him straight. And he's yeah. Like, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're like kind of ribbing her. She's taking the teasing and like giving it back. So like she manages to like settle right in. Yes. <laughs> Orders herself a Coke. And then Mary Robert and Mary Patrick come in and she's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and yeah. So they re-kill the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> She tries to shoo them away, but then there's a fight that breaks out at the door. So they have to just sit in the back of the room and they're like, "Uh, I just saw you sneaking out. So Mary Robert basically says like, I thought you were going to go, you know, help the people in the street. So I wanted to help you and maybe you needed help. But then Mary Patrick was like, I just saw her leave. So I followed her. (laughs) I just wanted to see what you guys were up to. I I just didn't want to be left out. I have FOMO. Yeah. She relatable wants, she wants to party she wants to party she goes up she's to the down. jukebox she's like do you have a quarter she puts on a song she starts dancing around but first she, so the same guy that was heckling at the jukebox before she's like do you have a quarter i, I promise you it'll it'll come back to you tenfold and i'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> is that all it takes yeah but also like you can't i don't know i i feel like you can't say no to a nun Did you i don't <laughs> I would also, I'm not even religious and I would feel guilty saying no to one. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry. I can't do that yeah. today. <laughs> be like, oh God. Yeah. So then she picks a song and she loses her mind. Yeah. She starts dancing. She, um, and then she starts dancing with like one of the people at the bar. Yeah. And it's like a really cute, fun, pure moment. Yeah. So then she's just feeling it. Everybody's dancing with her. They're like having, you know, just a good time. And then Mary Clarence is like, all right, it's time to go home. Yeah. Let's, we got to go. <laughs> so then they sneak back inside and it's the three of them in the hall. Mother Superior McGonagall. McGonagall is there doing the same exact scene from Harry Potter. Fucking catches them. Yep. I was like, ah, oh, shit, they're going to get expelled. She's not happy. <laughs> they're going to get detention. Why, when it's something happened, it's always you three? Yeah. You know, same thing. <laughs> so then next morning, she is reprimanding Mary Clarence about how she, you endangered the sisters' lives. You know, they're only safe within these walls. The robes only protect them so much, but these walls are the actual only real protection that they have, and you let them out of the walls. Yeah, and I was like, I wonder what happened that yeah. like she thinks they can only be inside the walls yeah because that she's was seen some shit yeah really i was yeah. like what happened <laughs> so then she also goes and also um why don't we just call eddie for a more suitable arrangement but now at this point mary clarence is like come on like i just started to get to know the women like i'm getting the hang of this place like give me like one more chance like aren't you guys all about forgiveness like what is what can i do yeah and then we hear the choir squawking outside <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say singing poorly, but you're oh. right. They're squawking. <laughs> so that's a different descriptor. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, so, the, so McGonagall is like light bulb. And yes. she's and like, she, you're going to go in the choir. You have one task. That's the only thing that you get to do here. And you get to sing. Yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm, with them? Have you heard them? 
I I have to sing with them. We better be louder than everyone else. Oof. You would think as a singer she'd be excited. You yeah. I then I don't have to wipe floors anymore. Cool. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but also with them. Yeah. Ooh. True. But then uh, after she says that, McGonagall's like, at least like, her buddies are in the choir. That's true. <laughs> McGonagall's like, uh, you will sing. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. So then we cut to choir practice and it is bad. So then Mary <laughs> so Clarence tries to like sit this one out. And then Sister Lazarus goes, oh, I know what you and Mother Superior are up to. You're here to replace me out with the old and in with the new. And then everybody gets so excited about that. <laughs> that would hurt my feelings so much. <laughs> me too. I'd be like, wow, just say it to my face. Wow. Damn, Ouch. guys, you hate me. So then they all beg Mary Clarence to help them out because they just, they basically found out that she used to sing in, in her old convent. And they're like, Lazarus, Sister Lazarus sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't say it to my face, right? Yeah. But Mary Clarence manages to like kind of soften the blow with Sister Lazarus yeah. a little bit. <laughs> she knows how to talk to her audience and I respect that a lot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So she she finally like goes up to the front and she organized everybody by their uh, their category or their voice, their range. Their range. Their range. Okay, yeah. that's what it's called. Like so all together. Altos, yeah. yeah. Because they were all spread out for some reason. Wow. Even I know to put them together, right? <laughs> they were kind of just picked a spot. Yeah, like, yeah wherever go you're comfortable, go in size order. Yeah. So then she gives each group a note to sing, and they do it, and it's too much. Yeah, they just belt. Yeah, yeah. Sister, uh, the friendly one, Mary, Mary Patrick. Patrick. Yeah, yeah. She like gives it her all. Yes, she's a hundred percent all the time, always. Yeah, and, which I respect. And Mary Clarence is like, you need to chill out a little bit. You know, you are singing to God, but not all of us are. <laughs> And maybe you don't need to sing to him all the time. Yeah. Basically. She's saying to tone it down. Yeah. But she does it in a very nice way. Oh, definitely. Yeah. She's very, like, nice about it. And yeah. then she brings Sister Mary Robert up to sing by herself. She's yes. like, I can't hear you. She's like, I noticed that your mouth is moving, but nothing's coming out. And she's like, oh, shit, she called on me. Yeah. And then she's like, I want to hear you alone. And that's my nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Truly my nightmare. <laughs> you remember in... in um. I, was it called choir class in school? Singing class? Chorus. Chorus, that's what it was called. Yeah. When you would get chosen... And they just want to hear you do like the scale. Oh, that happened to me before. I hated it so much. Yeah. I'm not much of a singer, but uh, in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't get picked for the solo because I probably would have uh, croaked on stage. I would have um, fainted. Yeah. would have hated it. I would have just not sang. <laughs> but I got like so upset. Like the one time I tried for a solo, I gave it my all. Oh, man. And then man. they picked someone who I thought was worse than me. Oh. Um, <laughs> but then, but like she killed it. Oh, when good. She, okay. During the performance. Yes. yes so yes. I was like, all right, <laughs> I couldn't right, do that. Good, good. I don't yeah, think yeah. I could do that because <laughs> I get stage right. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. So she boosts Sister Mary Roberts' confidence up yes. to like sing. She's like, close your eyes, pre- pretend that you're in this like huge room and there's like a bunch of people talking and there's all the silverware clanking around and you just got to be heard above them. And I want to hear you sing that way. Yeah. So then Mary Robert tries again and it's a little louder, but then she like pushes her diaphragm in so that she sings like at, as loud as she can at that moment. And I'm sure it's the loudest she's ever sang. Yeah, for sure. Which is great for her. Yeah. But I like that Dolores is like so in her element here. Yeah. Yeah. You can she, see. She really settles into the role. Yeah. There's just <laughs> something about like, you know, when you watch somebody who loves what they're doing, do yeah. what they love to do it's amazing it just yeah it just hits different i love and i know she's just acting but i'm like oh my god this is amazing i love this yeah such a a good scene during the next mass the monsignor announces sister mary clarence as a new choir director and mcgonagall is like surprised she's like all right you guys are just making decisions without me she's like how did we get here what (laughs) yeah we hear them sing they're so good so good yeah they sound like a real choir yeah everyone's shocked yeah (laughs) oh wait 
I want to rewind a second because mm-hmm. there was a funny bit. So back when, um, so she was kind of pep talking the rest of the choir and she's like, you know, like you can sing a note for two seconds. That's cute. That's whatever. But now you need to sing like we're rejoicing. We're singing to the Lord. Like you need to be proud of what you're singing. And then sister Lazarus on the side, she goes, I knew that. <laughs> she's like, I already knew that. Like, hello. <laughs> she's like so mad about it. Yeah. That's when Mary Clarence goes over to Lazarus or sister Lazarus, excuse me. That was disrespectful. Yeah, it's fine. And she's like, listen, the second I stepped in here, I knew that you knew that. But uh, do you think they could really improve? Like, I think that they could. So she's basically playing to her audience of sister Lazarus and saying like, this is going to be a lot of hard work. It's like very like bare feet on the concrete. Like, are you ready to do it? And she's yeah. like, I'm fucking ready for this man. Lazarus is like a little bit of a hard ass and yeah. like a stickler for rules and like routine and everything. So she's like, we should practice every day. And she's like, yeah. Yeah. I think they deserve that. They yeah. need that. Yeah, They yeah, need yeah. to be worked hard. And she's like, oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> so then there's just like, you just get a, a quick little montage of them practicing a lot. And then now we go back to mass of them sounding like a real choir. Yeah. And it was great. Yeah. And then they go from like their somber song yes. to like one that's all fun and they start clapping they break it down i'm into it oh man it's amazing yes (laughs) mother superior isn't though yeah she hates it she hates that and then a bunch of people outside hear the piano from outside and they're like what is going on in there yeah so then we see like four people kind of file in and then they're still breaking it down they're just singing the rest of the song a few people get solos so mary patrick gets a little riff mary robert gets a little moment and then we see more people come inside from outside yeah and then inside from outside where else did they come from but then (laughs) mary robert is singing now at the grand finale and everybody's clapping and mother superior is angry but then the choir they're just like we did that yeah and we're like they did that we killed it yeah it was amazing they're having so much fun and it's like super cute to see yeah yeah after mass mcgonagall goes off on dolores the choir's listening at the door yeah then so the monsignor comes over too to like be like hello she's like girl groups boogie woogie what were you thinking (laughs) (laughs) the way that old people yell at you yeah it's kind of hilarious yeah you're like kind of embarrassing yourself. but mary clarence is like i you know i was thinking like vegas like get butts in the seats and mother superior is like no you will not compare my my congregation to vegas that no yeah so that was not the best uh comparison yeah but dolores is all like new way let's get people in here and mcgonagall is like so against any type of change which i mean she's old i get that but also like (laughs) isn't the goal to get people yeah you know yeah, and you, your church needs money, and you get money from people going to church. Yeah. So... But what do we know? Yeah, whatever. Um, so right after McGonagall says the previous choir woman, um, Lazarus, will go back to being in charge, the Monsignor bursts in to be like, hey, I loved it. <laughs> and congratulations, Mother Superior, for your decision to put Mary Clarence in charge, because with your leadership, we got so many new people, and I haven't enjoyed Mass in so long because of your decision. Yeah. So very much like laying it on and being like, wow, you did such an amazing... Like, he knows what's happening, basically, and he knows yeah. what he's doing. And McGonagall, like, cannot, like, talk back to him yeah. at all. So she just goes with it. And then Dolores jumps in on the moment to be like, she also thinks we should go out and talk to people. Yes, because he says... <laughs> that I'm going to write to the archbishop myself to say all the great things that you're doing. Aww. So then she's like very faint and very like, uh, I, uh, I'm going to take the credit, but also I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> so then I also feel like though, when Mary Clarence jumped in with that, like going out into the street to like meet the people, I feel like she was like capitalizing on a moment that she was going too far. Yeah, totally. Take it one step at a time, you know? Because you just discussed like she thinks that the outside is dangerous. Yeah. But all the nuns hear that because they've all funneled into the room now. And they're all like, they hear we're going outside and they're jazzed. They're They're so so excited. excited. Yeah. Yeah. And then she, again, can't fight back. So then 
the priest is, or not the priest, uh, Monsignor is like, yes, and you will face it head on. How noble of you. And anything you can do for the neighborhood would be a blessing. So she's like, oh, fuck, we got to do this now, huh? Aww. So uh, things are just getting out of her hands now. So then later on, the nuns leave the property with brooms, shovels, buckets, anything. Just They're just kind of basically cleaning up the, the, the there's graffiti on everywhere, basically. So they're kind of yeah, wiping like things down, sweeping their, up. On their gate and stuff. Yeah. So we get a montage of them trying to recruit people, taking the fences down, meeting other neighbors, just wiping things down, trying to paint a new mural, basically. Yeah, they start fundraising to fix their roof. Yeah. Dolores plays double dutch with some kids. Some of them fix a car engine? Yeah, I didn't know. Who knew they knew how to do that? Yeah, I don't know how to do that. Wish I knew how to. Yeah. They start feeding the homeless, which is something I feel like they should have already been doing. Right. Why weren't they doing that before? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Awkward. The convent starts to grow and eventually a news crew... But first, yes. some of the local teens are teaching Mary Clarence and Mary Robert how to shake their asses. Yeah. And Mary Patrick feels it so much. <laughs> it is inside of her to shake her ass. She, oh, she exceeds any expectation of a nun shaking her ass. Oh, absolutely. But yes, now fast forward again. Back she's to the, the party crew. nun. She's the party nun. <laughs> she wants to get down and she's not afraid to tell you. Yeah. So then, yes, fast forward to the end of the montage and there's a news crew there because they just, they're the congregation that's happening now. Yeah. They're the popular congregation on the block. Yeah, the nuns, like, have gained attention. Yes. Yeah, and the but congregation then, has grown. And now I'm like, Mary Clarence, you cannot be on TV. What are you doing? I thought that, too. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> what, a, what a silly move. Yeah, so we zoom out from the reporter to a TV, and who's watching? Vinny's wife. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> She's like, Vinny, come look. <laughs> look at the nuns are doing such a cute thing. They're do-gooders. We should send them money. Yeah. Luck- and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, no. Luckily, he doesn't turn around. Because he's busy shooting pool. He's be- too busy playing a man's game to watch yeah. the TV. He's going to ignore his wife that he's been cheating on, obviously. Yep. But um, the lieutenant happens to spot her on tv and he's, he's like, like i'm gonna kill her myself he's like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> dumb bitch what is she doing <laughs> yeah <laughs> so then he later so the the news like pans to her like just tries to give her credit for like being the one who turns this around and she hides behind a baby <laughs> and she's like oh dear oh no i can't do this <laughs> yeah so then that's when eddie's like oh i'm gonna kill her myself so then we cut later on and she's another like another mass Yep, she's, she's, oh, wait, no, I'm like, we cut later on because Eddie is physically there now. Yes. And he's like, what are you doing? I told you to lay low and this is the exact opposite of that. <laughs> and she's like, all right, listen, I'm I a have, star. I have a show in five minutes. Are you going to stay or are you going to keep yelling at me? Because I can't do this right now. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to stay. <laughs> yeah. And the mass is like packed yes. with people. Through the roof, basically. Yeah. And they're doing a version of Mary Magdalene. 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 Oops. Yeah. Yeah. The and Monsignor begins a sermon discussing Mary Magdalene. And I was like, it's better tie into the song or else it'd be really annoying. <laughs> or else what a waste. Yeah. And then they do a religious spoof on my guy. Yeah. I was wondering. I was like, wasn't that the song they sang in the beginning? It was so funny. <laughs> it's another one of the classic Motown songs. Yeah. But this one is, there's nothing you could do to tear me away from my God. <laughs> so funny. It was so funny. I was like laughing the entire time. They did like the full song of this. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way they figured this out. But of course they did. <laughs> it was so good. It was cute. People were into it. McGonagall still isn't. She, yeah. I don't understand how they managed to fundraise because of their choir and she's still mad. Right? <laughs> like you got a new roof, lady. Yeah. Maybe loosen up a little bit. <laughs> and they're doing some light choreography now. They're yeah. doing some light sideways swaying instead of straight on swaying. So cute. So good. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're done. The church, like everybody cheers. They're going to get that new roof. Hell like you yeah. watch them, um, because in that montage from earlier, we watched that they, they have like that thermometer for fundraising mm-hmm. and it bursted through the top. So like, so they're, cute. They're getting a new roof, you know? Yeah. And a little extra. 
and a little extra. <laughs> so then after mass, uh, Mary Clarence congratulates everybody. And then Mary Roberts says that, you know, I only want to sing from now on. And then Mary Patrick goes, you know, I can't wait till next Sunday until we sing again. And then they're all talking about how like singing, singing is better than this and that and this and that. And then Mary Clarence goes in, it's better than sex. So I've heard. So I've heard. Rumor on the block is it's better than sex. <laughs> I was just making a joke. Guys. I, I, I don't know. I've, I've just heard. I've heard. You know, um, just people tell me on the streets and I just I hear these things. Hey, it's me, the funny nun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a jokester, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I say edgy things sometimes. <laughs> I do. Fully just. Uh, I wonder if. So Monsignor comes over to congratulate them as well. But I wonder if he didn't. What would have happened if they're like. Are you sure? They, would they have sat on that for a second? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If they do had we, time to think about it. Do we need to unpack this? Yeah. <laughs> but then Monsignor comes in to say, like, the Pope himself heard about our choir, and he's coming to San Francisco next week and would love to make a stop by to hear a concert. Wow. That, imagine. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. But then Mother Superior comes over and she is so excited to hear about this. But then she's like, but I also feel like a traditional program would be best because this is the Pope we're talking about and not a block party. Yeah, well, the traditional way didn't get his attention. It didn't. Come on. Use and your brain. <laughs> that's a fair point. Yeah. So then she goes, well, listen, because we're not a police state, let's vote on this. Yeah. Where did police state come from? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, she loses by a landslide. Yeah. She's a little butthurt about it, but she's very respectable about it. She walks away and she goes, fine, I guess I guess this is the new way. Even the old stiff nuns voted to continue doing the new way. That's rough. <laughs> Yikes. Your own peers. Yeah. Mary Clarence feels really bad about this. I would feel bad about it too. Yeah. So then later on, she goes to Mother Superior's office to be like, listen, um, oh, because she gets a call from Eddie and Eddie says that he pulled some strings. The trial is in 48 hours from now, which is awesome. But then she hangs up and she's like, Mother Superior, you got your wish because I'm going to be out of here next week. And then that's when Mother Superior says, well, so will I because I've put in my resignation. Which is dramatic. Really dramatic. Really dramatic. She didn't need to do that. Yeah. But she explains basically because she has out, not outgrown, the place has outgrown her basically because she is more old school than, than this place has evolved to be. And now Mary Clarence has kind of elevated the sister's expectations. Yeah. And she's like, they're going to get a wake up call and you and I both know what's out there. And Mary Clarence is like, well, that's also true, unfortunately. But also, like, why would you need to leave? So um, <laughs> She's being very dramatic. Yeah, very dramatic. Catholics and, are one thing, and it's dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was guilty. Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but basically... What do you mean I'm born with sin? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> so then later on that night, Mary Patrick, Mary Robert, and Mary Lazarus are in the kitchen, and they surprise Mary Clarence with a tub of ice cream. Aw. Isn't that an indulgence? And they're like, he'll forgive us. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, just go to, like, confess to a priest or something. Yeah. (laughs) So then Mary Patrick says that she thanked God this morning for sending Mary Clarence. And aw, because she's, since she's been here, everything has turned around. Everything is different. And then Mary Clarence is like, you know, it's funny how God works. He works in mysterious ways. And, you know, any moment now, one of us could be transferred out of here. And then Mary Robert goes, you're not leaving us, are you? And she's like, no. <laughs> Who said that? They get so sad. It was like the weakest no, like reassurance that she's ever ever given them. Yeah. So we cut to the police station. Somebody named Henry is giving Eddie, he needs Eddie to sign some papers. But, then but Eddie's not there. He's not. There's a detective Tate there who's like, oh no, he left. Just leave me the papers. Uh-oh. Fishy. That's yeah. fishy. So of course he goes through the files. Wow. And he finds like a check with a donation to the convent. And he's like, 
That's where she is. So he fucking calls Vince to tell him where Dolores is. What a what an asshole. That's that's the snitch. That's the snitch. So like at least now he knows like who the leak is. But that's shitty. That's so shitty. That's shitty behavior. Shitty behavior. Yeah. So then we cut back really quick to uh, Eddie's like bumping into Henry and wherever he is in the hallway. Uh, basically, he forgot his keys, so he's going back up to get them. So then Eddie, no Henry, is the guy who gave him the papers. Henry's like, oh, yeah, I just left the papers with uh, Detective Tate because he said that you were gone. And I he's think. like, you what? So, so he, he runs, runs down the over, hall. catches the detective while he's still on the phone. Punches him in the face. Hell yeah. Oof. <laughs> and then he's like, here's a snitch, fellas. Yes. Lock him up. Yeah, good. Get his ass. Get his ass. <laughs> so back to the church. It must be Saturday now. Oh, now the lieutenant is like on his way to the convent. On his way, He's yeah. like, I gotta fucking go. Yeah. As he should. <laughs> yeah. But now, yes, back to the church. It must be Saturday because Mary Robert is nervous about tomorrow, which means tomorrow is is the Pope Day. Yes. So then we find out that we have the rehearsal. The Pope only travels on Sunday. Oops. I don't know. <laughs> that not that a lot, though? Isn't that the Lord's Day? Shouldn't you be resting on the Lord's Day? I don't know. It's also weird, too, because, like, doesn't he have his mass, like, at the Vatican on Sundays? Oh. Oops. So Maybe he he's got a substitute. He's got, like, a body double. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a, guys, just put this one on replay. Yeah. It's cool. It's a rerun. <laughs> yeah. But so we just figure out basically that rehearsal's happening in five minutes. But then Eddie comes in. He finds Mother Superior at the door. And he's like, they found her. They know she's here. So then she's like, oh, shit, go get her. Yeah, she gives the closest oh, shit that she can. Yeah. She's like, oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Lieutenant catches up to De- Dolores. And he's like, we got to go. Like, Vincent knows where you are. And she's like, I can't. We have rehearsal. Uh, Dolores. Your life? Put your head on straight. Yeah, come where, on. Where did you go? Hello. Yeah. And, so then he and she's her. grown to care for these women. She has. Yeah. But also your life. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so he pulls her away. They're walking outside to his car and she's like, I, I can't just desert them like this. Like they deserve better. And he's like, what? What do they need you for? Like it's hello. Yeah. And she's like, excuse me. This is the Pope. This is very important to them. They deserve <laughs> this. They've been working very hard and I respect that about her, but also this is not the time. <laughs> She could have said goodbye, but also this is not the time. Yeah. So then she goes to the bathroom and sneaks out through another door. And then Vincent's goons grab her. Immediately. Not even a second later. Yeah. And Sister Mary Robert. She didn't deserve that. Yeah. She's too young and pure for that. She's literally just like been living in safety and like shelter sheltered for so long she's not and then yeah. suddenly she has a gun pointed at her she does not know danger yeah so they end up being taken hostage into a car uh the lieutenant hears them after they like have screamed and are yeah. already in the car and like leaving so now he chases after them mary robert is freaking out dolores ends up pushing her out of the moving vehicle yeah she'll she- be fine she's got the power of god on her side exactly yeah because she's like let let her go she doesn't have anything to do with this and they're like she's a witness dummy we can't do that and then also they tell them all where they're going they're going to the moonlight lounge yeah but then so they have to slow down for a trolley and then dolores is like hey just yeah you know so she pushes that's when she pushes out the door and then eddie catches up to her and he's like where are they going where is she and then she tells him you know moonlight lounge or whatever so then he puts her back on the sidewalk and then drives away but also like is she in the middle of nowhere does she know where she is (laughs) i think they just went down the street (laughs) because in my head i'm like this she is in crisis 
She's never been outside. She's getting taken hostage the first time she goes outside. She doesn't know where she is. She's not paying attention to where they're driving. Yeah. And then you're just going to leave her on the sidewalk? I'm like, do they go out for like groceries and stuff? Right. Like, what's the dealio? Who knows? I don't know, man. But she manages to find her way back to the Yeah, company. good. Lucky. <laughs> so at least she goes to the nuns, tell them all about what happened. And the nuns are like, who the fuck kidnaps a nun? <laughs> and then McGonagall's finally tells them everything. She's like, she's not really a nun. She's a lounge singer who witnessed a crime and she needed to be productive because someone's trying to kill her. But now they're all shocked that Dolores lied to them. And then I'm like, also Mother Superior lied to you, though? Yeah. Aren't, why are we not questioning yep. We don't have to blame Dolores in this situation. Yeah. Like, Mother Superior is the one that allowed and approved of the lie. Yeah. Why are we mad at Dolores? Or questioning Dolores. They're not mad, but they're, like, confused, you know? Yeah. They're like, she lied to us? Like, yeah. But also so did... Protect her life. So did Mother Superior. Yeah. Funny enough, though, after they get over this, the nuns totally want to go save her. Yeah. No sense of danger. They're like, we got to go get her. Yeah. And the- even McGonagall's like, yeah, we need to go get her. What's funny about this is that they're like, you know, we have to help her. Then Sister Lazarus goes, yeah, we can't leave it up to the feds. And then I'm like, you heard it here first. Nuns are ACAB. The nuns said ACAB. So then we cut to an airplane hangar. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the guy is like, um, no, it costs this much for a ride to, to Reno. And they're like, we don't have the money. He's like, oh, then you can't go. So they start like guilt tripping him with prayer. So bad. So fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so funny. But um, I was like, if I was a pilot, I'd be so mad. Because ba- he says it costs $1,500, which I'm sure is just like the gas and like the, the wear and tear. Yeah, for sure. But then they're like, oh, Father, please forgive this man who's treating us with so much disregard as we're treating him when he's on the day of judgment. Please do not judge him as he's judging us. And I'm like, oh, my God, shut up. Yeah, they basically said, like, karma's going to get you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> You're not helping those in need. He's trying to avoid them so bad. And they're just following him around, just praying at him. And, like, crowding around him. It like, is giving so him no funny. Space. Yeah. so funny. He ends up taking them. He, yeah, he takes them. Yeah. It's like, they just made you feel so guilty. I mean, what can you do in that situation? Yeah. So this plane ride must be so exciting for them. Like, do you think they've ever been in a, an aircraft before? I mean, I don't know unless they were all from San Fran mm-hmm. or unless they come from different areas. Yeah. Because also you do have a life before you become a nun, I imagine. Yeah. And also like they move around all over the place. Oh, true. Do you think, are there like nun conventions? <laughs> <laughs> Nunventions? Yeah. <laughs> Conunventions? <laughs> a conundrum yeah. is what they're in. Wow. Comic con for nuns. Comic nun. <laughs> love that. Anyway, Maybe. we cut to Dolores. She's all tied up and Vince is like, come on, I loved you. How could you repay me like this with loyalty? Like, where is it? Like, you be- went behind my back. Why would you do that to me? He's like, how could you betray me? And it's like, oh, like you betrayed your wife? Yeah. Vincent? And then you also betrayed me by like trying to kill me? Yeah. That's, I feel like that's more of a betrayal than like, you know, snitching. He's an asshole. He's an asshole. What a fucking chooch. So then. <laughs> She's so calm during this. So calm. She's very much like, you will be judged. We all will. But I forgive you. The goons are like freaked out. <laughs> yeah and they're like she she's they're, a nun nun they're like she's making me really uncomfortable yeah. so then he tells them to waste her and then he's outside later on and then he leaves he goes to the bar yeah he's you take care of this talking to some other woman and then the guys come up to him later on and they're like i can't i'm sorry vince i can't do like she's a nun i can't do it we, we can't kill her we can't kill a nun guy and then he's like she's in a costume and then like but you don't know if she really did become a nun like i can't do it i'm sorry to say i can't do it yeah and he's like guys it's dolores like just do it just do it so they go back to downstairs and they're like all right let's hype each other up like on one two three shoot all right and then they're like wait one two shoot one two three shoot and they're like do we shoot up, on just three do it yeah <laughs> like so 
So they're like arguing on how to do this. So then they go up to her and then count and then neither of them shoots. And they're like, you didn't shoot. You're like, I was waiting for you to shoot because if I figured if you did it first, then it wouldn't be as bad for me. <laughs> and they both thought the same thing. And yeah. then they're both like, shit, well, now none of us shot. Yeah. So they're like, so they untie Dolores and they tell her to take off her nun clothes. But for in what? Yeah, I guess so that way, like, she doesn't look like a nun, so they oh, can kill her. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So instead, she gets down to pray, and one guy Immediately. goes... One guy goes, oh my God, she's praying. <laughs> <laughs> so then they pray with her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's praying for them. She's like, you know, forgive these two men who are just doing the things that Vince is telling them to do because he's too chicken to do it himself. And she even a great touch she starts crying yeah so she's just still praying she finishes uh she finished like puts the ending touch on the prayer she yeah, does they, amen they do the sign of the cross yeah and as their like hands are up she like hits them both in the balls amazing runs. amazing <laughs> so we circle back to the chase scene from the beginning of the movie yep. yep she runs through the casino floor the goons split up one goes to vincent the nuns find the moonlight lounge and they they just, are so funny they're so funny <laughs> the way that they just move in a flock <laughs> It's like they're gaggle of nuns. <laughs> the streets of, of Reno. And they're like, there it is. And then they run across the street without looking. Yeah. And they just fucking go for it. And this is like a four lane street that they're crossing. <laughs> yeah. And then they all just funnel into this casino. Oh my God. It was so funny. <laughs> I was like crying. Yeah. So now they're like brides of Christ. We need to split up. Yes. So they all start looking for Dolores. So now everyone's looking for Dolores. And now there's just a bunch of nuns on the casino floor. <laughs> so then Dolores. Everyone's confused. It's amazing. <laughs> Dolores hides out on a roulette table and she tells everybody, bet on red 23. Bet on red 23. And the guy's like, how do you know? And she gives like a hello, like I'm a woman of God face. And, yeah. and then everybody goes all in on red 23. <laughs> yeah. And then a goon spots her and then they all lose their money. And she's like. Uh, I was just teaching your lesson and runs away. Goodbye now, yeah. yeah. Bye. So now one of the sisters is at a slot machine. So then Mother Superior catches her and she's like, come with me. <laughs> what are you doing? So then Eddie and his support show up and now they're all blocking the street, what? blocking the entrances. What an eventful night for this place. Crazy night. So now you got the mafia, nuns, and now cops. Yeah. Dolores is quartered now. She's about to get caught by by two of the nuns. She has nowhere to go. But then the I mean two of the goons. And then the, the nuns come and get her. They just flock. They just gather all around yep. her just they in sweep time her up. to rush her out. <laughs> this part, they run away. And then Mother Superior goes, "Okay, break." <laughs> yes. So then the nuns split into multiple groups. Yeah, they just. <laughs> There's something so funny about watching nuns in a high in a high stress heist situation. I was crying. I'm like crying again. It is so hilarious. I need to watch this scene again. Yeah, definitely. Oh my god. So then Vince and his dude dudes they find each other and then they decide to split. You go here. You go here. I'll go here. Yeah. And then they one of his dudes thinks that they found Dolores it's not and then Vince thinks that he find her he goes hey sweetie he turns around and she goes what's up sugar plum and it's one of the old ladies and he goes oh she <laughs> so eventually the the nuns funnel into a separate room oh, from the main floor so they're yeah. like follow those nuns so we go into some random room and Dolores steps forward to confront the three men yeah because they're like freeze I got my guns pointed at you yeah Vince holds his gun up to her but can't shoot. So he's like, Joey, you do it. And he's like, oh, oh, I can't kill a, a nun. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> she's a nun. Hello. Yeah. And then Vince goes, she's abroad. She's just abroad. And then here comes Mother Superior with her character development moment. Hell yeah. She goes, 
excuse me, I assure you she is no broad. She is Sister Mary Clarence of St. Catherine's Convent. She is a model of generosity, virtue, and love. And I assure you, she is a nun. And the goons are like, she's a nun. See, I told you. And I was also like, I'm going to cry. Yeah. So as Vince is about to shoot her, the lieutenant busts through some glass and shoots him. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Vince and his goons get arrested. And then Vince is shot in the arm. He gets he gets scraped by the bullet. And then, uh, so Mother Superior and Mary, no, Dolores. What am I saying? Mary Clarence? Yes. It's still her. It's same same name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same name. So they like duck and they hug each other afterwards because they're safe now. Aww. And then Dolores goes to Eddie and she's like, oh, so you can protect me now? <laughs> you shot him through the glass, but you couldn't protect me in the convent? <laughs> Same. I would be just as mad. Yeah, right? So the- <laughs> I didn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, yeah, thankfully you're a better shot than you are a protector. Yeah. So then Vince yells some bullshit at her about how, you know, like she's like, no good. She's nothing, whatever. So then Dolores goes, I got two words for you, buddy. And then Mary Robert goes and she goes, Mary Clarence. <laughs> and then she's like, bless, bless you. <laughs> but you know, she's saying, fuck you. Yeah. So then the nuns are so happy to have Dolores back. Yeah. They love her. They love her so much. Yeah. So then she turns around and like not a second goes by before Mother Superior goes, I hold you fully responsible for all of this. You put us all in danger. You introduced a lounge act into my convent, utterly disrupting all of our lives. And again, grave danger. And then she smiles and says, thank you. Aw. So again, more, more character development. <laughs> we had a lot of fun tonight. <laughs> yeah. I've never felt more alive. <laughs> so then Dolores thanks them all and says, you know, I'm going to miss you all. And, you know, I, I really did think that, uh, you know, like, I'm glad that you all thought that I was like really a nun. You know, like you really, you really made me feel like accepted and, you know, I fit in. Yeah. Aww. So then Mother Superior goes, you know, well, we do have a concert to get back to. And Dolores goes, I thought you were quitting. And she's like, we can't both quit at the same time. <laughs> Cute. So fair game, I guess. Yeah. Back to church. So we're at our next nun concert. Yes. Dolores is there leading the choir. She doesn't have to wear the head cover. No. I like so that. So what does that represent? Um, I am not super sure. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry for the microaggression. <laughs> no, you're fine. I guess because she's like not a nun nun. Yeah. Well, because I also wanted like Mary Robert only like her bangs were, were showing. Yeah. And she has a different outfit. I yeah. guess because she's a nun in training. Yeah. I was going to say, is that like a, a lower, like a an entry level she's nun? Like, yeah. She's like pre-vow, mm, pre-fully. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's none in training. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, so we're singing a version of I Will Follow Him. And the Pope is in the upper area. Yes. Yeah. Very smart how they got a Pope body double, too. It yeah. was only like from behind. <laughs> and of course, you surround him with like the right people. You give him the right costume. Yeah. You find the right bald man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> give him the big old hat. Yes. <laughs> so then now we break it down. Dolores gets her own solo moment. And then now we're all having fun. We're doing real choreography now. Mother Superior is like actually proud and smiling and enjoying it. Aww. Mary Robert gets a real solo. And again, I'm like going to cry. <laughs> and I'm like, look at her go. She has grown so much i know i was like a little emotional too yeah they like, got why the, am i emotional over this they got the pope clapping yeah the power standing ovation yes everyone but he's clapping along and like kind of driving along to it oh yeah yeah, yeah. incredible how do you do that <laughs> so then yes they finish you're right pope standing ovation everybody's standing ovation they're cheering they're shouting and now i'm just you know at the very end of the movie noticing that mother superior has a ring on her ring finger is that for god oh or is that to be like this is for nobody else I don't know. I do a, other nuns a have purity that? ring? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I didn't even notice. But then the movie ends and now on the credits we get just different magazine covers that Dolores and the choir get like to face and grace the cover up. And one of them is her like with the Pope. <laughs> She's just like posing with the Pope. She's like, Hey, this guy. <laughs> so How funny. imagine that. Yeah. But what a uh, it was a really, good movie. It was a really good movie. This is a really fun, wholesome movie. Yeah. A very easy watch, too. Yeah. Like, I'm glad we did this one. 
And then this song, the song that the um, the credits on is is the choir's cover of Shout. Yeah, it's super cute. So good. <laughs> but yeah, such a good, like, feel good, fun movie. Yeah. So funny. So well done. It was really funny. And the I nuns really at the one. end got a record deal. Yeah. <laughs> that, it's what they deserve. Yeah. So but yeah. cute. 10 so out of 10 cute. for me, this movie. Yeah, I really liked this one. The character development, the ladies celebrating ladies, the soundtrack, the yeah. humor. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. Inspiring. Outstanding. Yes. Out of this world. Great second year pick. Yes. I think. I, yeah. Congratulations to us. Yeah, really. That's basically what I was thinking. I'm so proud of us. We did this and, yeah, you're right. Again, we're going to say the same thing over and over. Great, great pick. Yeah. So that's happy two year anniversary to us. Yay. So tell your friends to listen to us. Because what what are we going to do but keep doing this? Yeah. There are so many more movies we haven't seen. Yeah. Recommend a movie because we are watching our recommendations now. And, and thank on, you for listening. Thank you for listening. We're <laughs> on all of the platforms in which you listen to a podcast. We're on all of the social medias in which you interact with a podcast. <laughs> At Chowdy Media. Yes. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, TikTok. What are the other ones? The other whatevers, you know? Yeah. The main ones. Yeah. And you should definitely call... Jessica Damari for a theme song. Love it. And on that note, happy two years. Aw. Bye. Bye.